And now, from Kansas City, literally the best place on earth, it's time for the real hooligans. All right, hooligans. It's over. 2020, the worst year ever. Yeah. It's over. We survived. We survived. And we're here to talk about it all over again. I'm your host, Tim English. I'm with David Kane. We are the Real Hooligans. Um, coming, coming to you from Kansas City, Missouri. Do we, talk, we don't talk about how, where we're from enough. We're from the fucking KC Mo area, dude. We're on the Kansas side, but... Yeah, the Kansas side. We're from KC, baby. So, um, do we have anybody explanation of who we are? We don't talk about that either. No. Yeah. Not not since the beginning. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, I'm Tim English. Uh, I'm a film critic here in KC. Pretty much resigned to this nowadays. Sometimes I write for cnstealers.com, uh, formerly of a couple of early morning talk shows where I did movie reviews. But, um, yeah. Radio? Yeah, I did some radio. Yeah. I'm a member of the Kansas City Film Critics Circle, which we're going to have a show here in a couple weeks, where we're going to talk about the awards that my group hands out. Uh, Kansas City Film Critics Circle is the second largest, or it's the second oldest, excuse me, film critics group in the country. Nice, Tim. Yeah. Used to be a member of the Broadcast Film Critics Circle, which meant I got to go to cool award shows like Critics' Choice Awards. Met lots of kick-ass people through that. I have lots of great stories that we can get to some other time, but... Um, there are some good ones. Yeah, so we started a podcast. My co-host is my best friend, David Kane, who he and I just, we've known each other for about eight years. Um, Avengers? Not go, going on nine years, yeah. It was, you worked with my wife, and when Avengers came out, I think you read my review of that, and, you know, we just got to talking. We have a lot in common, um, current movies, former movies, Um yeah, so uh, it got to the point. We've been doing this show now for almost five years. I think was our first episode Batman versus Superman. I, I think, think it was. I think it was. So yeah, so we've been together for five years on this show, and it really just was kind of one of those. Uh, we've just always loved talking movies with each other. We just figured we should sit down and record it. It's pretty much the dominant thing that we discuss. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, is yeah. What's going on in the movie world? So, and yeah. You know, and David, yeah. David has no professional, any, you know. No, but, I'm just a guy that, that showed up on the first day. But to me, that never, is, I think that's left. what being a ho- real hooligan is all about. That it's not even what it, you know, it doesn't matter. It's no. your love of movies. Um, you, you're, you, you catch a lot of stuff that I don't sometimes, you know, and I think you're, you're a great compliment. Um, I love when we disagree. Yeah, I, I think there are, of, there are plenty the, of things that we disagree on. One of the things that, uh, that Tim and I are, are pretty good at is is disagreeing on things. So um, I think uh, it adds for a, for a nice compliment. So, yeah, in the gist of our show, if you're just, you know, kind of getting kind of caught on to what we do. Normally, we talk about new movies most weeks and we and we most bring in years. And, and we bring in. Movies from the past that kind of tie in. So we, we kind of consider ourselves like movie time jumpers. We don't stick to just today's movies, although lately we've really been kind of stuck in the 80s, right. it seems like. It's been, but it's been a fun, fun run through the 80s. Try to get in there. Yeah? There you go. 
Um, <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we see ourselves as time jumpers, you know, because I think it's important to to focus on movies from the past as well as what we see today to understand where where these movies have come from. Yes. So, anyways, that's our show. We're real hooligans. We're based out of Kansas City. Um, just a couple of dudes that like talking movies, and sometimes we have fun guests. We have friends that come in, uh, other critics. Alan Rapp, we need to get here. Hold your mic up because you're yeah. you're kind of cutting out there. Huh. All right. Better. Yeah. Make sure you hold. Yeah, hold it right there. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, we have critics, you know, that come in, friends of ours. Uh, we just had Nick and Brad, you know, for a heated Empire Strikes Back discussion a few weeks ago. Um, Lenita Cook joins us from time to time. She's she does a lot of shit. Her and I started with Examiner dot com back in the day, and she's just she's just doing all kinds of shit now. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we've had some famous people. We had Richard Dreyfus. We had Henry Jackman, Henry composer Jackman. of The Winter Soldier, yeah. and some some great themes. Kumail Nanjiani was on our show. Um, yeah, we've had some we've had some good interviews, man. So um, we're glad you're following us. Uh, it's 2021. Um, yeah, and you can and obviously you can follow us on all the channels: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, everywhere. Uh, yeah, 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 and wherever you stream. So thank you for joining us uh, in this new year. We have a lot of fun stuff coming up. But what you're listening to today is going to recap one of the most weirdest, crappiest, most bizarre. Just what the fuck. Yeah, I'm right on top of it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's I feel like it's cutting out. So, all right. Um, anyway, yeah, just a weird year. And so we're going to talk about some of these. David and I are going to interview each other. We each have 10 questions. Brings us to 20 questions about 2020. Okay. These aren't rehearsed. It's a beautiful math. We kind of know a, the vicinity of where we are in some of our questions. Um, so, yeah. Anything we want to do before, talk about before we... I mean, obviously, we're recapping here, so there's not much point recapping anything else. No, let's so, just jump right in. Let's just see where it see is. Where, see where we're going. Uh, why don't you lead off? Give me your, give me one of your questions first. We'll just kind of take turns. Um, this is one of my favorite topics that, that we've discussed this year. Did 2020 change your perception of the movie industry? Um, yeah, ab- absolutely it did. Uh, we had a whole show dedicated to just how this is everything's changing right now. Um, it's scary. It's weird. Um, it's weird that I don't know. It's it's I don't know. It's hard to say what studios owe movie theater chains. I think some people sure. some people forget that they're like two different businesses. Yeah, they're two entities. Movie like theaters themselves. make their monies off concessions, which is why a large soda costs seven dollars. Sure. You know, I mean, popcorn is like $8, but you get a re- refill, whatever. But um, they don't make any money, you know, very little money off these, you know. And it, it, I, and I've kind of sadly come to learn that theaters kind of, or movie studios kind of don't care if these, you know. Even before COVID, like weird things were happening, like uh, uh, negotiations. AMC has had some weird negotiations with some studios recently. And uh, so... I don't know. Yeah, it's it's changed my perception because it's like I think movie theaters, especially like local theaters. You know, we we talk about Screenland here in Kansas City. They're not a big, you know, chain no. theater. I mean, they're it's absolutely cool depending on people's house. new movies to get people in there. Yeah. 
Um, and they show a lo- they show a lot of old stuff too, which is what's great about them. But they absolutely depend on movies like Tenet, um, Ghostbusters, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, movies that di- you know J- the James Bond movie that didn't come out. All these movies were supposed to keep this, you know, and they're struggling. Sure, you know. no doubt. Um, big chains are strong. I mean, they're all showing like old movies, but they're all showing the same goddamn old movies. It yeah. seems like, you know, at the same time too. So it's like anybody that wanted to see back to the future has already fucking seen it, you know, in theaters, right. which I have. So anyways, how, how about you? What, what's it done for you? Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of all right with, I've come to grips with, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, that studios, are just going to do what's best for studios. And if that means streaming, I, I have that. And I like sitting on my couch. <laughs> at Tim. Um, so if I get my big movies in the theater and I get some of this, you know, other content that I wasn't so eager to get to the theater to see um, at home, I'm okay. I'd, I'd love a mix of, of the two of them. I would love to have the option to decide I want to stay at home or, you know what, I'm ready to go back to the theater. I want to go see something. I think one thing that's interesting, and this is something you and I have talked about since our show started, is things are going to change. Sure. I mean, Spielberg Spielberg went on a rant a few years ago talking about how we're going to come to the point where um, big studio movies are like rock shows, you know, where you're going to pay 25, 30 bucks, but you're going to sit in a room with, you know, a few hundred people. And watch it on a big ass screen. You'll get some amazing sound, or you know, maybe a live band doing the, you know, whatever. But um, you know, and then smaller movies are gonna start are could be, be online. You yeah. know, what I mean, and that's what they're on their street. You know, and I think right now COVID changed everything. COVID made everybody kind of all these studios go oh, so people will watch these movies. Yeah, we have to address this now. It's, Disney it's proved or... that people will spend thirty dollars to yeah. watch Mulan even though they already pay $15 for HBO. And the, and the good thing it, looking f- forward to the summer is <clears throat> home projection, you know? So now you can have eight people over to your house in the backyard safely will watch a movie on a giant screen with some great sound. You just look. Um, anyways, yeah, how many times have we sit in the back? You know, we didn't watch anything new, but we no, were yeah. in my backyard watching watching movies on a projector this summer, man, and it's not going to stop anytime soon. Hell yeah, you give me a new movie, and brother, we will sit out there and watch. What the hell, what the hell else did Warner Brothers just sell all these everybody out on with their yeah. entire 2021 20, slate? You know, but all right, let me get a question in here. Hit me, Tim. All right. Well, while we're on streaming, best streaming service. What 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 you have most of them? Yeah, all of them. Um, all I the major. I have Hulu, Netflix, uh, Disney, HBO, and uh, Prime. Apple. Apple. There's six. I have access. I've to got Showtime and Stars. Vudu. There's an entire Vudu library. Yeah, Vudu. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so there's like nine different ways to watch stuff now. Yes. Um, what? Which one? Which one's your? Which one's your favorite? And it's hard. You don't have to judge it on content. Maybe just you know content and functionality because like some of them are why you know obviously they have to have different ways to access their stuff. Yeah. Peacock. There's another one we didn't mention. There's ten. Yeah, CBS. Fuck, I have that one too. All 
access. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway, everywhere. it's crazy. Um, but yeah, Maybe. so what do you like better? Functionality, I guess. Um, I think right now I'm on HBO the most. Um, I think that's where I, I... I like lots of different HBO shows. And there are HBO shows that I haven't had access to for a long time. Yeah. And now I can just go back and, and binge a show, you know? Yeah. Um, for so, me with HBO, it's, it's like using... I, sometimes yeah, it's, it's like weird. what you've been watching doesn't stay in the... You know, and even trying to get to like when you want to add something to your list, it's like... It's to me, it's like too, you know, like with Netflix, you could get in, you're like, here's your little main menu, yeah. you can add your list, you can go into the season, you can, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Peacock, I think, has some of that same. Let's but, just but agree. They're, that but they're, Prime but they're new. Is they're the newbies. Worst. Yeah, Prime's pretty bad. It, Prime is just awful to navigate. Yeah, absolutely. That's one I've just recently started using when the boys came on. Yes. So it's like, I don't really even play on that no. very often, but. It's there pretty much for that. For the boys. And so I can get their movies now. I mean, you know, because yeah. I don't have any. My son pays for Sling. So we do even have Sling. So, I mean, we literally can watch anything we want, which to me is like the beauty of this process. Yeah. You know, I've always been like, I don't understand cable systems. Why can't this channel just be like, bam, pay us 10 bucks and you can watch anything we've ever made. You yeah. know, it's, it's wonderful. The it's funny how you start getting into all these studios where it's like stuff you watch on one channel is on a completely different, you know, like friends isn't on Peacock. It's on HBO because it's Warner brothers. <laughs> so it's like, it's just kind of funny because it's yeah. like, it doesn't sometimes make any sense why you're like, why are all these CBS shows on Peacock? This is weird. You know, it's, I guess confusing. Yeah. And then they're all going to shuffle shit around, yeah. like The Office. The Office just moved. Yeah, I kind of love it. Or have you checked that out? You don't really watch I, I, The Office. Man, The Office is too neurotic for me. But they, they busted that out. I mean, you can watch that by, like, just the cold opens. You can watch it by Jim and Pam stories. You can watch it by, you know, con- you know, just Michael's little conference room, yeah. you know, scenes. You know, you can tell they've been waiting. Um to bust they're, out they're prepared. And I just wonder how many people woke up on New Year's Day and were like, man, they, were, they weren't joking. Yeah. <laughs> the office is gone. Um, we're definitely an office family. So, uh, What about the yeah, just the best and worst did it for me? Moving on. Uh, what movie moment this year, Tim, made you forget about everything going on and, and oh. just sucked you in? A movie moment. Okay, well, we'll say entertainment, movie, okay. TV. How about the opening five minutes of the fifth episode of The Mandalorian? Wow. Good choice. The live action reveal of Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Uh, I just got goosebumps <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, something I've been waiting for years for because, you know, I fall in love with this character watching her on Clone Wars and Rebels. I mean, she's the most fully fledged out character in the canon. And. Beautifully brought to life. The way she was like in and out of the, oh, loved it. In and out of the fog and lightsaber, the way she light her sabers up, perfect. Amazing moment. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. And the other moment at the end, I mean, the Luke Skywalker moment also. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. Yeah, okay, good. Because, I mean, obviously when 
that one X-Wing rolled in, I was like, oh, shit, here we go. You're all fucked now. Yes. (laughs) You know, and just sort of, yeah, oh, great, we're saved, one X-Wing. Like, yeah, you're you're fine. So, yeah, so, like, the two best moments for me, yeah, absolutely, have come out of The Mandalorian. So, and they would have looked lovely on a big screen. Yeah, man. All right, let's see... Day. How about that for a movie theater? You just buy a ticket for a day and just go binge a show like season two of Mandalorian. Man, I, I think that, that I think that's something you you will be able to do someday. I feel like this is the is that something where you can do that AMC thing and rent the theater and that's one of the things you can do. Probably at this point that would be pretty cool. Working, they have to be working out licensing because I absolutely believe that. I don't know. Disney's pretty weird, and you know, ha- running say. running the Terror on the Plains Film Festival. I mean, there's movies I've I've wanted to show something wicked this way come so fucking badly, but it's Disney, and they're a pain in the ass. They have very specific rules about how you can show their content. Sure, and uh, and uh, that's one reason why you haven't seen a lot of them showing. You know, you've seen some Marvel movies pop up, yeah, um, but not a lot of Disney. You know, because of you know, the way they run things. But I imagine that's got to be in the works, right? They have to want people to, fuck yeah, you want to watch Mandalorian on on a screen? You can come do it at whatever these theaters are, Cinemark, AMC, whatever. That would be amazing. Yeah. I, th- I feel like that's, you know, a lot, a lot of these places are going to do that. Just, we'll have this movie, you know, these old movies, or you can rent these theaters. So. Yeah. Uh, is it my turn in the questioning? Yes, Tim. How about what did you not get enough of? Well, yeah, let's just go ahead. What did you not get enough of? We were deprived of so many things this year. But give me one thing you just didn't get enough of. That's, oh, we didn't get a lot of of anything. Um, But one thing, you know, I missed this year, Tim, was the awards rush. And, you know, November-ish, and that when it usually starts. And we start getting oh, brother, it's hype. Happened. Yeah, but it's different this year. Um, it just feels different. You know, uh, we... How, it's very different. It's all in my fucking inbox. How much have we discussed the awards coming up this year? And I, I like award season. I think it's fun to do debate um, what we got this previous year. And, you know... Oh, our, our episode coming up where we talk about our Kansas City Film Critic Circle Awards. Oh, shit. I don't feel like I've I, seen anything. I have a lot to say about all of it. Um, it's it, But the thing is, is they're all, they're all digital, you know? Yeah. And so it's, and it's like in movies that aren't actually coming out. So to me, it's revealing like these flaws because now it's just like, give these movies awards. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I'm being force-fed my options. You didn't give me anything all year long. Granted... That's the way it works out is most stuff, it comes in that, like, you're rushed. They save it all for the end, so it's all fresh in the memory. Yeah, hits you You know, rarely a movie like Get Out, which comes out earlier, hangs around the minds long enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or where it's also like, they're just not seriously, you know, oh, that movie came out in March. That's not an awards movie. Right. It's just such a dumb thing. It's just such a dumb thing. So it's like more than ever, I feel like, yeah, we're just being... And it's all—it's like I have fucking hundreds of links 
in my inbox right now. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to watch all this? What? Am, how am I supposed to really know what to watch? Because you also have these small studios that are like, here's my movie. We yes. want this considered for a best picture, you know? And it's like, good for them because they're sneaking the fuck in there. You know, and and that's not to say that the big studio movie should be there to overshower, overshadow the little guy, but it just feels more and ever like it's Here's being, some stuff. It's being forced. Yeah. So for me, it's Ted Lasso. There was not enough Ted Lasso. <sighs> Ted, just the pure joy of Ted. Lasso. One of my favorite episodes we did last year, even just sitting, just sitting around talking about it. I mean, I've gone through it for at least, yeah, at least another time. And I've watched yes. another couple episodes of three other times. Yeah. Um, just such a good show. I can't wait for it to come back. And it's apparently ending after that third season. So that, that seems appropriate. We've played out how kind of it's probably going to, you know, yeah. how the story will go. And that feels like even a story where I feel like I already know the ending, but I can't wait to see how they get there. Absolutely. So, yeah. So if you're I not watching Ted Lasso, moment. it's on Apple Plus TV. It stars Jason Sudeikis, one of our Kansas City homeboys, which I think we need to maybe push a little bit hard to try to get him on here. Like, come on, dude. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he, yeah. He's a fo- American football coach who goes to coach a British soccer team. But it's not a show about soccer. No, it's just so positive, and it was such such a shitty year. And it was like a such such a positive show, not in like a forced where you're just like, oh my god, this is just cheese, just to be cheesy. I mean, all of those characters are so well written. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just like you could introduce a character on that show that hadn't been like, he's like a member of the team that's never had it and build a whole episode around him. And I would be invested in it because yes. the writing for all of them are so, is so good. So, um, yeah, that'd be mine. All right, Tim, what's a movie that, uh, you wish we would have been able to time jump to this year? What, what's one that just didn't make the cut for you? Well, because we didn't have new content, we did a little bit more focused single movie episodes. Man, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot I want to get to. I mean, we hit Empire. We hit a lot of those movies in the 80s. Love. I think I'd like to go back and do some Hitchcock. So, you know, I suppose maybe going back and doing an episode. You know, and maybe some obscure Hitchcock movies like Rope, which Ooh. is just a bizarrely fascinating movie. Um but yeah, maybe I'd say we haven't we haven't done Hitchcock yet, and that's something I'd like to explore this year. How about you? Um, I I really would have liked to have gotten to Ghostbusters this year, and done the whole the whole series leading into the new one. Yeah, and that's and something I'm sad obviously that that we'll one do this year. Got bumped, you know. We were planning on doing that this year. And well, it was one I was really looking forward to. And I'll tell you what, I'll just build this in my. My next question, which is like, what is the one, the movie that didn't get released that you were just most disappointed if out of the 2020 movie slate, everything got canceled, you could have seen one movie on the big screen. What would it have been? Well, I think since we got Wonder Woman there at the very end of the year, which would have been it. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, they struck that deal, but... Uh, Ghostbusters would have had to have been yeah. next on that list. Same, that same for me. That, that is the movie that I, I don't... And, 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 you know, I could be setting myself for just 
to be sorely disappointed. Sure, sure. That's that a movie risk looks like it is going to fucking connect with me on all sorts of levels. Yes. And this goes back to like my childhood where, dude, I literally wrote stories where it was like kids as Ghostbusters in a small town. So it's like this movie is fucking tapping into just who you like, are as a kid. This is what I've been saying for like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, and it's going to pay tribute, you know, because I know that the family's tied to Egon, and um, you know, it's going to be a bit, you know, it's going to be a very touching thing for Harold, you know, loving memory of Harold Ramis. Yeah, and I think later in the year, this is one that absolutely, this is something we will could, cover this could year. have used this year though. At the end of the year, this was one that was uh, this would have made a lot of people feel real good. Well, it's like you think. But think about this. If what would have happened had they released Wonder Woman in July instead of Tenet? It would have done terribly. You think so? I don't think it would have done done. It so would have well. done better. It would have done better than Tenet, though. Yeah. And see, that just brings in me like, are people going to go back to movies? I have no intention anytime soon. Like if President Joe on January 22nd or whatever, a couple days after inauguration goes, hey, take your fucking masks off, go to the fucking movies. World's open. I mean, magically. Dude, everybody took their goddamn shot. We're good. Enough. You're, I mean, <laughs> I mean, seriously. In a magical world where everything was okay and we were given, we were given a go-ahead, how many people are really going back? How many people are going to want to sit elbow to fucking elbow in a movie theater again? Oh, no. I mean, you know what I mean? No. So it's it, like you're never going to get these crowds again. I don't think so. I think, I think the inside of a movie theater is going to have to look different. Oh, I think so, too. You know, uh, Screenland has the sofas. Uh-huh. You know, I think systems like that where you have like groups where it's like, you know, here's a little, you know, group where four or five people can sit. Here's, you know, chairs. And yes. Love seats. You're going to have you know, to accept... Things that can be wiped down, but... Yeah. Uh, Theaters yeah. are going to have to accept that they're going to have to adapt in some way or another if yeah. they want to continue on. It's just not going to happen the way we're accustomed to. Yeah, I agree. It's weird. Okay, so that was me. So you're up. Is it me? Yeah, I think so. Um, Tim, is there anything that you missed about the Hooligan show this year compared to years past? Uh, getting people together. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I miss you, all of our wonderful guests this year. And the games we played. Yeah. You know, because my thing with the games, I'm I'm never involved in the games. I'm just like the... I'm the Alex Trebek, rest in peace, of the game. The, the you know? instigator, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were always like fun games that I would play just to fuck with you guys. Fuck you, Alan. <laughs> and, and create arguments between the guests. You know, fun arguments, obviously, but because um, you guys would answer over some bullshit answer that was only something to me. Or something. Yeah. My, my favorite game is According to Tim. Yes. It's like the best. Because <laughs> then you guys are like, fuck, what would this idiot say? Um, so yeah, absolutely, man. We had some good, um, some really good get togethers, man. Especially if you, th- was that, when did we do the superhero tournament? 20, 
19? Yeah. Yeah. See, fun stuff like that, man. That was like a three-week thing. Yes. We had different groups of people, you know. Anyway. The sports tournaments. We've had we've had some, yeah. some fun. With and some lively-ass shows. I like getting people together. Yeah. We have, we have some good. I remember the, the episode we did about, it was our Batman episode, where at the beginning we talked about Joker, and it tur- literally turned into an episode about that goddamn movie. And did you ever listen to that? Uh, it's yes. it's funny because there's so many times where I'm so <laughs> clearly trying, trying to stop to talking about, but it's like everybody just is so in and in not in a positive way, you know. And that's what's great. It you know we get together and we have great film discussions, um, and I miss that. And I think that's what we're all just missing in our yes. lives in general is just some fucking contact. And it's I don't know. Maybe we could have taken advantage of Zoom. You know, I had a lot of shit going yeah, on over the but summer. More than that, I it was hard. You know, Halloween and you know that yeah. was a a quiet affair this year. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, New Year's we didn't get to do a big New Year's. Yeah, like we, absolutely. We, we do so. Uh, just having people together in general, just a yeah. a reason to get together and and socialize with one another. Absolutely. How about, let me grab another question here. Okay, how about this? With fewer movies, what did you do instead? Okay, say like that any, again. With fewer movies, okay, since we didn't have five movies coming out on Friday every week, um, you know, what did you, do, what, what did you do with your time instead of watching movies, I guess, you know, any new hobbies, anything you went back to, or did you just find other shit to watch? Uh, no, I went the other content way. Um, I, I started diving into stuff that I didn't think that I would normally, like Queen's Gambit came out. And when I read the description of Queen's Gambit on Netflix the day that it dropped, I was like, meh, all right. I don't know anything about chess, but she looks pretty cool. And I started it and discovered, holy hell, Tim, we have to talk about this show. Yep. We had a great we episode to, about it. Uh-huh. So um, I, I enjoyed going out and finding that, that new Ted Lasso. We already talked about it. But, yeah. you know, those hidden treasures that nobody thought this was going to be the explosive thing it was going to be this year. No, and, I, and it's like I enjoyed those commercials that he did. Yeah. They were funny. I was like, that's yeah. actually a pretty clever little gimmick. But then I was like, oh nice my God. I, was like, I don't know if they can make a show out of this. And then the first episode was mostly rehashed. And it was like, yeah, it's funny when I saw it a few, you know, hopefully you have more to this. And obviously in loads it did. But yeah, absolutely some hidden gems uh, along the way. Maybe like Palm Springs. I haven't watched that one yet, dude. Watch Am I it. Out? <laughs> it's really, it's really, you know. I mean, it's Groundhog. It's uh, Hulu? Hulu, I believe. I do have a disc. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not supposed to say it, you know. Yeah, oh, I'm not you. supposed to say it. Good morning. All right. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, just Groundhog's Day. You know, that's that concept. With living a couple, but it's. Yeah, ish. Okay, it's interesting. It's it's well written. It's a you know it's a movie that. Um, Who's in it? Is that Andy? Andy Samberg and Christine Malati, I think is her name. She was uh, the mother, the ultimate mother in How I Met Your Mother. 
She okay. was the one that showed up in the final season, was poorly written for, and yes. then literally just fucking killed off. So heartbreaking <laughs> they destroyed that show. I know, season. that was like such a good show, and I still can't go back and watch it. I have I'm not like, watched I'm the like, final dude, episode. I'm like, dude, you fucking cheated everybody. So, no. Uh, anyways, but yeah, movie like that that I may not have, uh, and that movie still ho- is hovered around my top ten, dude. Still. Um, it's in my top ten as of now, just because I enjoyed it. So anyway, yeah, my turn. My turn. What do you miss about theaters? What do you miss about going to movies? Uh, I miss the a couple of things. Um, the anticipation of a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, movie day, going to the theater day yep. is a day that I know about in advance. I have days that sure. I know where I'm going. When a movie's day. released, you look at that date and you know what day you're going yes. to see it. I'm, and I, I wake up that morning and I'm like, <clears throat> you know, Batman, whatever, yeah. uh, any of these big things. I just, there's just an excitement that uh, I don't get a lot of other places. Sure. Um, so, so I love that. And then uh, just the, when the lights go down yeah. and that picture yeah, starts it to It just roll. takes you back to your childhood you're at that just, point. You're just gone. Yeah. You, I, you take me away. You're waiting you for that movie. complete yeah. control for the next two hours. I'm just going to sit here. You're not going to jump. You're not going to jump on your phone. No. Nope, like you I'm, might if you're at home. I'm bored or. Right here. You know, yeah. Absolutely. Unless your movie sucks, don't do that to me. But yeah, the know. thing you don't have that distraction. You're just like fuck, and you're just sitting there thinking about how much you hate Joker. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I will piggyback off that a little bit before my answer. Um, yeah, I would say seeing movies with my family. My my kids are all like, my son is now 21. He's on the cusp of finally, you know, not finally leaving, you know, home for good. You know, I mean, COVID kind of slowed, you know, him leaving sure. down. Um, but, you know, yeah, I mean, those have always been big things for our family. When that movie's coming out, you know, as a critic, I, you know, for years and years and years now, I've gotten to see it early. Um, maybe one of them gets to go. You've gone to a few, you know, screenings with me. Um, but there was always something about, and it was never real until I went and saw it with everybody. Yeah. Seeing Star Wars, you know, those new ones, man, I got to go and I got, you know, it's kind of sucked to go see it as a critic because I'm like, to be critical of Star Wars. This is just stupid. These movies are fucking made for, you know, and yeah. it's, but, you know, but it's like, you know, this kind of goes right into where, what I miss. And it is seeing it with a group of people, people, you know, my people personally, um, you know, a buddy, you know, whatever, or my, or my family, um, because of that, that anticipation, you wake up and we're all like, fuck this day. It's, yeah, it's fucking whatever. Avengers day. You know, we're all going to see Avengers together. Finally, dad can talk about it, you know, or whatever, you know. Um, but it's also just being in a room full of people who are experiencing that. As a movie critic, I go see, and it'll be like this from now on when we go back to screenings together. It's just us. It's me and like, you know, 15, 8, you know, depending on how many sign up to go to that screening. Star Wars was kind of boring with a bunch of fucking movie critics because they're just, we're all just sitting there, there was you know. No- life to it yeah um you know sometimes we can take guests sometimes it's in a, a 
crowd of people, you know, because the studio oh, wants it. Halloween, Tim, it takes me back to when we saw that one. And that it sucked. Was just a <laughs> that was, that's, a, that's an example of a bad, you know. Yeah. But it's like, you know, and my next question would be, what do you not miss? And I'll just start my answer and that let, then let you go. But mine would be, you know, as much as I miss being in a crowd of people because seeing Star Wars with the people who are all experiencing, oh my yeah. God, you know, these moments, Avengers, Endgame, oh my God. Seeing that with my daughter or my son and then, you know, have, seeing the way people react yes. to, you know, to cap grabbing that fucking hammer. You know, I mean, it's, you know, yes. But what I don't miss is sitting fucking elbow to elbow with people. Sure. I can't think of how many times I've been in the, you know, this time of year, between November and February, people coughing and sniffing and sneezing. And oh. it's just, and you're just sitting there going. And even before COVID, you're like, we're all getting fucking sick because yeah. this asshole had to come to this free screening. You know, because uh, that's how I see most of my movies are at sure. the, the press screenings. So, you know, it's just like, dude, you should stay the fuck home with it. Now you can't do that. Now it's like, fuck COVID. I mean, right. You know, nobody can fucking come within like six feet of each other now. So it, is, it will change that. But I don't miss that. Those winter screenings where you're just like, oh, you were all so gross. <laughs> you're <laughs> also, you are all, as much as I want to hear your reactions, the fact you're sick is gross, <laughs> dude. Um, so that for me, you know, it's, it's like that yin and yang. It's like, I'm, I'm, I, I, I hate people, but I love gatherings kind of a mentality. Yes, you know, exactly. it's, 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 that, that's the joy of being in a large crowd. It's yeah. we're all very silent. It is. It's, it's like, it's like the way people cheer, yeah. but it's like not too many of you though. Just enough to make me feel like I'm yes. part of a moment for everybody. We're all like experiencing, yes. you know, um, Kylo Ren and Ray in this epic battle. Finally, we all felt so was emotionally earned. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Okay. Was that me or you? Tim, they're going to yeah. make documentaries about 2020. Oh, okay. Years down the road, yeah, great. somebody's going to make one. Ken Burns is going to make a 2020. What movie is Jordan going Peele. to define 2020? Oh, what movie? Um, Tenet. The, the, the rise and fall of Tenet, dude. Absolutely. Okay. You know, Explain. F- for some reason, deemed like this savior for movie theaters, which goes against everything like studios have done to this point they didn't do anything to help movie theaters not that they owe them you know because they're two separate businesses but um there there was no bailout guys we're not releasing any new content but i tell you what you can show our movies for free our old movies you know we'll do these for you we'll give you you know there was no bailout between warner brothers and amc and cinemark and who the fuck else is all over the country? Regal or, or Dolby or whoever has movie theaters, okay? Um, all the independent ones. The little ones. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. They're starving for you know new content. So, I don't know. Um, is it me or you? You. Were we done with that one? Yes. Okay. All right, let's see. How about, David, what did you finally watch this year that you've been, like, been putting off? Um, like, we've all got that stuff that we're like, mm, I just haven't quite got to that. We had all we had time to do nothing but. So give we, me some stuff you caught this year. We did. Um, and some, some random stuff. 
um, that just popped up in the list um, was I went back and I watched some Bond that okay. I had. I I, I just I, I've never been interested in Bond for some reason. Um, you know, I, I've seen a few here and there just by happenstance. Sure. Um, so um, to go back and die, we we looked um, when. Um, Sean Connery passed. Um, we got to, to revisit. Um, and then it was just up, you know, because you watched. Yeah, sure, sure. This. Um, so um, I, just that series um, to finally be able to say, yeah, I sat down and watched Goldeneye. Uh, I'd like to do know, another Bond movie. Did you have a favorite? Skyfall was, you know. <laughs> That was an adventure that I I would like to go on again. Yeah, um, Skyfall's good. Uh, Casino Royale's good. A, a favorite? Uh, no, I don't think I have a. I don't think I've settled on one yet. Okay. Um, because some of them are not. They they don't hold up for me. Um, I don't. Think the older gonna... ones are are a little rough for me. Um, would so, we just do Goldfinger? Yeah. So stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. All right. Um, let's see. So, oh, that, oh, for me, did you have anything else? No. Okay, for me, you know, we caught up in a lot of shows. Shit's Creek. I haven't watched. There's it like yet. six I've... seasons of it. I mean, I think it just came on Netflix. I'm not sure how really accessible it was, but it was either way. It was outside of what I had access to at the time. Um, dude, that show was fucking gold. It takes. It's like The Office. It takes like a season to really kind of warm up to the characters. Because they're all, you know, this rich family loses everything and they have to go live in this town they bought as a joke. And, you know, these people are all kind of backwoods hicks and they're just appalled by everything, you know. So for a while, it's just like, am I supposed to like these people? Is this, yeah. you know? But it's at the same time, it's so fucking well written and it's by uh, Eugene and Dan Levy, um, father, son. Eugene and is just, he's one of amazing. The best. And it's so great because it's like he's always like a bit character. He yeah, always comes he never in. Never gets. He's not a lead. Yeah, you know. So he's always like he's in there and he's great. You're like, oh fuck, I didn't know Eugene Levy was in this. That's right. amazing. Or even in like the Christopher Guest movies, you know, he's always you know just a bit character. So to see him in a show where he's in ten to fifteen episodes of six seasons and such a develop, it just makes you appreciate him so much because you're like, dude, he's a really good actor. Yeah. That. You know, and he's just so great as this character, and Catherine O'Hara, obviously, and um, yeah, Chris Elliott's on it. <laughs> I mean, and he's just always just it's Chris Elliott. Yeah, you know? where has he been though? He's just he's just in stuff he like this. That's what I'm saying. He's been up. on he's been on Shit's Creek for six years, so um, it's just it's been on like Canadian TV or some shit. So um, that's one. Uh, you know, Rick and Morty. You've seen that. We've you know that was something I we hadn't watched until it was just on. HBO or whatever. Um, but we've had a few like that where it's just shows and that we just... Oh, fucking Superstore? Superstore. Yeah, dude, it's this is how bad... The Walmart this show. This is how bad quarantine got. But for me, the draw was uh, Justin Spitzer, who was like one of the producers and writers of The Office. You know, I, I just read more about how, you know, obviously it was visually looked to be, oh, let's do The Office at Walmart. Um, but there's a lot of that humor there too. And it was something that, yeah, I watched it and it's like, it's not a great show, but it's watchable. 
and there's some funny moments, and I'm just like, yeah, I guess we can finish it when it comes back because it's getting ready to end here coming up. But, um, you know, stuff like that where it's like, you know, you just kind of like, well, it's fucking quarantine, so let's watch some shit. I found Big Mouth. That's the the one that... Uh, What's that, Nick Kroll? Yes. Yeah. I like it. I got sucked into that one. Okay, I think we've watched a few episodes. It's on my it's on my list on my Netflix queue. So, um, trying to get more into that. You know, a lot of times as fucking much as we have going on here as a family, it's like we just have like reruns of shit going on. So it's like we're trying to make sure we're like new content, new content. All right, now how about this one? Is it me? Sure. All right. How about sure? Yeah. What did you watch that you wish you could erase from your memory? Like, where did you go? Where did you think, I've, this is, I've gone too far with this? Hmm. That is a tough question. Because I'm pretty good about abandoning stuff and not seeing it all the way through, like shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty, I, I can give up on those pretty quickly. Um Tiger King. Yeah. That was, I watched that was a, all of it. Yeah, every David, bit of it. All of it. Okay. And I'm just like, at I'll one point, that. there was time where I was just like, why are we still watching this? Yeah. yeah <laughs> but it was like, for I, it's like done, but so. it was like, but it was quarantine. I can't, I can't turn away. <laughs> I mean, how many excuses? I say it was quarantine, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was just like, what? and the fucking people are like loving. There's like another, like two movies being made. Nicholas Cage about, is in one of them. About like, Tiger King. Why are we? Why? No, I have no interest in that. Shitty, awful, degenerate, criminal, horrible people. Yes. And people like worship them as heroes. Why? Because there was a Netflix show that we all watched at the same time. Where we saw they were horrible, terrible people. Yeah, there was like no redeeming qualities about any of them. No. No. And like it's like the drama was funny from, oh my God, this is awful. Funny, not like, ha, ah, these people are clowns. Well, they were clowns, but, dude, they were horrible. Yeah, yeah. And we all just lapped it up, and now they're making more shit, and I'm just like, yep. got lower. I'm like, this is, this is why aliens are going to fucking destroy us, because of memes and Tiger King. <laughs> they're going to see that. They're, they're going to be like, oh, my God, look at these memes. These people can't even fucking spell or use punctuation. <laughs> Tiger King, fuck that shit. Wipe them out. All right, that's what I've got. What else you got for me, buddy? Uh, just my last question. Um, what do you want most from from 2021, looking ahead? Um, well, I, I, I think, again, it's uh, <clears throat> new content. I mean, I'm, re- I'm excited with... Uh, but I think it's, it's like split for me. It's like, I want to see some movies on the big screen, but, I mean, obviously I can't wait for the Marvel slate that's coming up. The Star Wars stuff that's coming up. I mean, most of that didn't start till late 2021, but I feel like there is a thing where it's like, okay, you can give me Black Widow. Give me Ghostbusters. Morbius. Everybody's clamoring for Morbius. No, nobody. nobody, (laughs) Even like Morbius fans are like, this doesn't need to happen. No. (laughs) Like I've read so many things. They're like, dude, I'm like the biggest fucking Morbius fan, but even I can tell you he doesn't need his own movie. No. (laughs) They should just make some weird Spider-Man movie with fucking Morbius in it and Blade and shit. Yeah. That'd be awesome. There were all kinds of like the animated 
show back in the 90s, man. There were some great episodes where it was like Spider-Man and Blade and Morbius and uh, fucking like, I don't know, that was where you bring in Madam Web and shit. But it's just that show got weird as fuck sometimes. Yeah. Give me some weird shit. Just do a one-off yeah. with, with that kind of nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, all I got, Tim. That's my 2021. Um, I think I think I have one more. What do you got? Um, well, did we did I ask biggest disappointment? Because some of our questions got kind of crossed here, so yeah, I think I feel like intermingled. With right, one so I feel like I've got a couple. Of, I want to know what your two things. What was the biggest disappointment for you? Part one and part two. What do you feel? Did everything it was that you wanted it to do? Like what exceeded expectations? What disappointed you, and what exceeded? Your... I'm going to start with exceeded. Okay. Because I think that's worth mentioning first. Um, Mandalorian season two. I mean, yes. That's just it for. That's my pinnacle of entertainment in. Yeah. 2020. I. They just hit all the right the right notes for me. Absolutely. From Boba Fett, dude, being a thing now again, being back. And, I mean, if you'd have told me in 1996 when Desperado came out, which is one of my favorite action movies, that, oh, dude, just wait till he makes Boba Fett a badass again. I would have fucking cried then probably. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, my God, I have to wait like 20 years for this, 25 years? No way. Uh, but that was amazing. I mean, just that scene of him just mowing down stormtroopers and just the fucking knee gauntlet. I mean, that was yeah. just so fucking uh, Robert Rodriguez, too. I mean, but it was just amazing. Him shooting down that, you know, that ship on accident. Yeah. <laughs> and just the way he, like, turned back to the chaos. The music, so badass. Ahsoka Tano. Luke. Luke Skywalker. All stuff that could have been mishandled. You know what I'm saying? And just, it's it's in the right hands. Yeah, and it's just like, man, it just was hitting everything. I mean, you know, um, I was worried. I mean, I was worried from just like, you know, as a Star Wars fan, I'm very attached to that stuff, you know. I'm not going to cry if they did it wrong. I'll just be like, oh, well. Okay. Episode 9 all over again. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. Favreau, Filoni, Wow. These guys are doing amazing things. And Rodriguez is now going to helm the Boba Fett series. So, yes. So, yeah, for me too. Dis- how about a disappointment? Oh, I don't know that I'm genuinely disappointed with anything in particular because I think I watched some pretty good stuff. I'm more disappointed at what I didn't get, the slate of stuff that uh, yeah. just escapes us. Uh, I think we were all deprived of what could have been some really good content uh, this year. So, yeah, yeah the, the schedule is what I miss, I, I think, is disappointing. Little things, um, like sometimes it is about where, wh- how you watch a movie. Like, the, did you watch Greyhound? Yes, I did. It was wonderful. I liked it too, but wouldn't that movie have been better on the big screen? Absolutely. You know, and it's just like, it's not even like that good of a movie. It's really just a pretty average war movie. I mean, it it does some interesting things and it tells the story in a way that you don't normally see depicted, at least in today's movies, you know, I mean, with the, with the submarines and, uh, but at the same time, it was like, I mean, you watch, I'm watching them like, I really should be watching this on 
big screen. Yes. You know, a lot of things are fine. The way that movie is shot, the cinematography of that movie, the effects that they put into it out there. Yeah. Um, deserve to be on a big screen. King of Staten Island was totally fine watching that. You know, it was a good movie, and it's probably better off on it just sitting around watching smoking it. a joint yeah. and watching it, which is probably what's intended by the filmmakers, you know. But you know, yeah, we got to put it on theaters. Oh, hey, lucky you. You're quarantined. You get it. Um. Yeah, it moved, stuff like that. We're just like, I really should be, you know, you ever see U571? Yes, of Same course. thing. It was like, I mean, that's not even like a great war movie, but it's awesome if you saw it on the big screen, yes. I mean, which I did. So um, anyways, yeah, for me, it is, yeah, that's my biggest disappointment is there, they didn't find a way, I don't know. I think you really saw the selfishness of the Hollywood studios this year. And um, for, you know, when I get it, some stuff like Black Widow, they haven't released it on streaming because it's her first movie. And like it or not, they want to give her a proper, I, I could totally see them bouncing back and forth between theater movies and streaming movies in the future, you know, at some point. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm just glad the year's over. So glad. You know, and it's like, I don't know if things are getting better. You know, I mean, when is everybody... You know, we talked about me missing seeing movies with people. When is that going to happen again? You know? There's no telling. I mean, I did see a couple movies in theaters this year, but there was like three other people there. <laughs> you know? I saw a movie at a drive-in. Yeah. And I'm fine with that going forward. So did you see nothing on a big screen in 2020? Oh, no. What came out... Early in the year, did January, see, February, there was... Did you see Bad Boys with me? Uh, yes, okay. yes, we did see Bad Boys. Yeah. I don't think I saw it with you, but I did see oh, it. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, like Invisible Man was like one of the last movies I saw. And I would never see that. You know that. That was pretty good, actually. It's, no, that's too much anxiety for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watch Rick and Morty now, and I'm just like, I can see why this drives David nuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, all right, brother, well... Let's just get that. 2020 is over now. We're done. Moving the fuck on. Let's get after um, it. We have a lot of exciting things coming up in 2021, um, starting with next week, Mandalorian Season 2. Mandalorian. Finally. Let's talk about it, Tim. Um, then we'll have Cobra Kai Season 3 to follow that. Um, around the end of the month, I'm having our big vote, which we'll yes. do online now. Uh, you know, we have a Zoom, and we... You're going to walk yourself. me through the categories, and I am as just, always. I am just so annoyed with, with all of this. I feel like it's such a bullshit. Who do you want for best movies? Like, wh Which ones do we have to choose from? These 10 movies they selected? Would they like us to choose from these movies? You know, so yeah. I'm pretty sure my submissions, I, I may include Adam Sandler. I don't know. Ooh. I may just be like a big fuck you to the... He's going to rock the boat. Yeah. Hubie Halloween, man. Um, what was the worst movie you saw? Hubie Halloween. Yeah. What is on my... That was garbage. That's in my bottom five. What else? Uh, the Wrong Missy. I, I only watched five minutes of that movie, and it's on my... I did not my, see I, that movie. I couldn't get through it. Who was that? Um, Anybody? Just David Spade. Ugh. But it's a Happy Madison production, it's, so it's it's got all those idiots in it. Um, Artemis Fowl. Hillbilly Elegy. Oh, Ron Howard's. Which 
I watched that movie and hated it. And then the next day was like, oh my God, Ron Howard directed that. Yeah. Like I didn't even like, I didn't, I knew nothing about it going in except for like the story and who was in it. So I was like, Ron Howard directed that. I fucking like had the IMDb it. I was like, oh, he did. I haven't watched that it movie yet. sucked. I haven't watched it. You know I love The King of All Gingers. I um, do so too, man. Tough. I was just like, don't just don't watch it. You just there's no redeeming quality. Just let it go. It is just it's it's like it's like It's Amy Adams, right? It's Amy Adams and uh Glenn Close. The the kid you might have to look it up. The kid that plays like her son, he's a good actor, and I actually was like, this guy might actually might be able to do some things, you know. But he's not kid anything. He's a newcomer though. Um, but yeah. All right. Um, anyways, so that's it for me, buddy. Good for me. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, we're gonna wrap up 2020. We'll move on to 2021 starting next week. New episodes every Wednesday of Real Hooligans. Good, Tim. Right, we We're out. Later, man.